At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always false player. Forever. Welcome into another edition of Franchise Player Crossover Podcast with me, Ben Garrett of the Old Miss Spirit on Three, and David Johnson of Inside the Rebels Two Four Seven. Hey, buddy, what's up? How you doing? Good. How are you? Well, I think I've got a case of camp leg. Uh, it's getting up, going to camp every day, walking five miles during camp, and uh, my legs are tired. It's and, good for you. It's good for your heart. Yeah, yeah, it's good for me. I'm sure it is. But um, before we move any further, August 16th, shout out to Elvis Presley. It's the day he died in 1977. Oh, yeah. I thought you yeah, were going to stop the festivities and say, no. Ben, in two days, happy birthday. No, well, we're talking well, happy about. Happy birthday in two days, Ben, but uh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, had I, I not I said was. that, had I not said that, would you have known it's my birthday in two days? Honestly, mm, probably, probably not. Yeah. To be honest at what point? You. When, you, when's you when's my birthday? Yeah, my birthday's on July fourth. I did know that, but here's the thing: um, I always find it funny when people get upset when you don't remember their birthdays. At some point, there's just like age where it just doesn't matter. You have to expect that no one knows your birthday, and if you're still one of those people like you forgot my birthday, doesn't that make you? <laughs> the the lame one not the person that forgot they're adults they're not going to remember well, another grown person's birthday unless it's like your wife we're going to remember elvis's death day along with a well over a hundred thousand people up there at the gates of graceland today that's amazing 45 years ago and people still uh i i don't know if there's another death day celebrated and remembered as much as Elvis Presley's. They show up at Graceland. I mean, I, I guarantee you, if you're, I don't know how many is up there, but if you were to drive up there today, you wouldn't get in. I've been to Graceland once. I've been to Graceland two multiple times, many times while I was at Ole Miss. 
in the middle of the night and really, really inebriated. Our experiences with Elvis and his legacy are very different. Yeah, you weren't even born, Ben. I can name a lot I of Elvis songs. People literally mourned. I mean, we're 25 years later, we're doing a podcast on Ole Miss football, and you're mourning yeah. in real time still. Well, Elvis was an Ole Miss fan, right? He did have a sweatshirt one time, so apparently he's an Ole Miss fan. How many of t- how many times would Elvis Presley have led the hotty toddy cheer pregame inside the vault had he still been alive? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank okay. You very much. Yeah, I know it's the dog days of fall camp for Ole Miss because we- we're talking about this. Yes. Because how many times can we talk about the quarterbacks? Yeah. Really. Anytime you say anything about the quarterbacks, there are some very, very committed factions. On yes. Side of this. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't quite get or fully recognize how dug in some people are about this. I thought we were just talking about a quarterback battle, but no, there, there are some feelings involved. It's people, and I get it. It's just I was surprised. I was surprised by the intensity of it. You better believe it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Jackson Dart's name first in a story, the Luke Altmeyer faction rises up. You mentioned Luke Altmeyer's name first and the Dart faction rises up. You don't mention Kincaid Dent enough and the Dent faction rises up. And, um, you know, and in some ways, I think Lane is just poking at us with his Kincaid Dent comments. His last two press conferences, the only quarterback's name to come out of Lane's mouth has been Kincaid Dent. He That's has really not funny. uttered the words Jackson Dart or Luke Altmaier. That's actually really funny. Not Saturday, not Monday. That's really great. Yeah, and, and I think he knows what he's doing there. Yes. He absolutely and, uh, is a king of trolling. Yes, yeah, he knows he's, exactly he's what he's trolling. doing. It is what it is. Uh, but, yes, there are factions. It's amazing. I don't know why there are factions but there are are factions um i think there's like this false narrative out there and i don't know where it came from or where it's being kind of pushed from that there are some in the Ole Miss media who are rooting for one or the other where that came from i have no idea Uh, you know what i mean okay whatever and like you know what i think it is you know what i think it is honestly i think it's just these are human beings. We talk about them in a very uh, general way and not considering that they're human beings, which I get, but they're also our entertainment. And what we do as a job is analyze what they do along with breaking news and all that kind of stuff. So when you're talking about them, you can kind of get flippant in terms of how you're treating personalities. And you forget sometimes the human element of it. I get that. So a lot of that frustration has come from stuff Lane Kiffin has said, and we've written about it. But it's, they can't put that frustration on Lane Kiffin or the situation itself, which has been born of what is now a, a completely different college football environment with NCAA transfer portal. This is a byproduct of that, of the advent of the portal. And rather than direct their frustration where it's warranted, which would be the portal, NCAA people, even Lane Kiffin, who did his job and went and got real competition he did his job, but they're frustrated because two really good players are competing to start. And rather than direct that where it's supposed to go, they direct it at the big media boogeyman, like we're big, bad, evil people or something. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, All I know is some... that if you talk to anybody of any note, 
Jackson Dart was the better quarterback on Saturday. And ever since he got here, he's been the favorite to start. It's just Luke had been more consistent because Jackson turned the ball over. And if you say that, oh, that Luke Altmaier had been leading, people will just assume that you're cheering for them. No, that's just the information we're getting, or I had been getting. And I was surprised to learn that Luke had had a better fall camp up to this point than Jackson. I didn't, I didn't know that because we don't get to see it. So um, rather than direct the frustration at the parties that, resp- that are responsible, and I don't blame them, this is not a bad situation. I just think that people le- leaning into the cynicism of it too much because there's nothing else to talk about. I'd sum the quarterback battle up like this. Jackson Dart has a higher ceiling than Luke Altmaier. Yes. Jackson Dart also has a lower floor than Luke Altmaier. Um, I think, and really, I didn't really feel this way until Saturday when I saw that scrimmage. And you kind of saw a light click with Jackson Dart, which, by the way, Lane's quote on the record about his top two quarterbacks was he thought he they both performed poorly Saturday. Again, okay. hilarious. Um, hilarious. Dart was 16 of 20, 258 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. It's fine. I thought it was pretty good. Numbers yeah. don't lie. Um, you know, and, and Luke wasn't – Luke didn't play poorly. 14 of 20, 120 yards, no touchdowns. He had the pick. Yeah, but that was a Hail Mary uh, pick. That doesn't count. It was a Hail Mary pick, and but fans count them just the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's also dangerous. That's why it's also dangerous to look at raw numbers and make judgment. It is. I that's see. very, very true. But but that's that's it in a nutshell. Dart has a higher ceiling, but he has a lower floor, if that makes any sense. I mean, in other words, Altmaier's not going to go out there and give a game away. He's not going to crash and burn in spectacular fashion is what you're saying. That's right. That's right. And Dart has potential to do that, but Dart has the potential to make some unbelievable plays. And, um, you know, we've got two weeks. Yeah. So the floor is – I'm sorry to interrupt, but the floor is throwing six interceptions in a game like Matt Crowell but still keeping your team in the game because you're that talented. Yeah. Throwing four and a half and being down by two touchdowns at the break. I mean, that's you the floor. have an opportunity to be to, to win that game and be in that game because you're that yeah. talented. Right. Yeah. And we've got two weeks of the charade left to play. And my guess at this point is Jackson Dart is going to be your starter against Troy unless he throws it in reverse. Um, but we'll see. You know, it when doesn't even matter who forward. starts against Troy. That's the whole thing. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. I actually want to see both quarterbacks play against Troy because if this team is as good as we think it is, they're going to beat Troy and beat them pretty handily. The the uh, fighting John Summerall's, they're going to beat them. But to yeah, as part I, of I this competition, is we have to see them play a team that isn't Ole Miss. That's part of it. It should, it, it should be a three or four touchdown win, right. and that is counting the trials and tribulations any team faces game one of the season. Ole Miss has just got – uh, more horses, a deeper stable than than Troy could ever hope to bring to the table. Troy would almost have to play the perfect game, and Ole Miss would really have to Jacksonville state this one up, you know, for for it to be anything other than an Ole Miss victory. And you're right; it really doesn't matter who starts. Probably the first four games. It doesn't matter, but it may. It it does in the sense that. By the time you play Kentucky October 1st, 
you want a quarterback and you want him to know he is the man. And, and I go back to the, um, to the Matt Corral interception game at Arkansas. Lane stood by him. Matt knew he was the guy no matter what after that point. And then all of a sudden, he started playing like he was an all-world gunslinger. Let's imagine that exact same scenario plays out. Jackson Dart is named the starter. He throws four interceptions. You really think he's going to stick with him over Luke Altmyer? It's not like Matt Corral had a Luke Altmyer or a Jackson Dart he was competing with. Lane Kiffin has said this. This is not anything. It's not a media narrative. The big, bad media boogeyman is not out to get anybody. But Lane Kiffin has said this. Matt Corral, it wasn't even close with John Rice Plumley. It's not like he had either of those guys to compete with. He didn't have a legitimate contender to take his job. So are we giving that a, a little bit too much credit to that situation? Well, probably because of what your alternative would be. Lane Kiffin knew John Rice was not going to be the quarterback for that offense, period. Period. You know, if Dart goes out and throws four picks versus Troy, if he starts, is the temptation there to quickly throw Luke Altmaier in the game or start him the next week versus Central Arkansas? Or do you script it? Yeah, to where, but I don't think you know, they're just getting alternate. I just don't. I think he'd give it. I think he'd give him a game to try to clean himself up, if that makes any sense. But we don't know who's going to start. We're making all these leaps based off one scrimmage. I don't think they it's could go out there Well, yeah, pretty much it is. I mean, I mean, you know, throwing against everyone seven on seven and stuff. Altmyers look very good, very efficient. But, I'm you know, you throw them out there live and, and Dart kind of carries it away. I'm tired of it now. But that was just one Saturday. Uh -huh. This Saturday, maybe he throws three interceptions. We don't know. We and do then not what's know. the headline? Luke Altmaier. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it, it's – or Kincaid Dent again. Kincaid Dent so, is not starting game for Ole Miss. He's not. Well, you know, you, you say that, and I say that, and everybody in the world says that. But tell me why. Tell me why he's not taking reps with the ones or the twos. Completes every pass he throws. Was almost perfect in the spring game. Was perfect Saturday. So you're in Death Valley. You're down six points. A touchdown wins its fourth quarter. Twelve seconds left. You're at the eight-yard line. Who do you want to quarterback for Ole Miss in that situation? Jackson Dart, Luke Altmeyer, or Kincaid Dent? I don't know. I just do not know yet. Okay, rank choice it then. Jackson Dart, Luke Altmeyer, Kincaid Dent. It's uh, if not I, that if hard. I, if, if I'm on the eight. Okay, maybe, on the 11. Maybe maybe Luke Altmeyer. He's less prone to mistakes. Um, but if I if I'm on my own eight and I need to get down the field, it's Jackson Dart. <laughs> All right, when is Kincaid so, Dent in there? At the 50? Yeah, I get it. I, I totally get it. I'm just saying, man, you know, I, I don't want to discount what Kincaid Dent's doing. Not that he's going to win this job. He's, I'm not he's discounting not running. it. He's a I mean, good player. Yeah, he's a good player. There have been years at Ole Miss in my lifetime where Kincaid Dent would have been the starting quarterback and we'd have been glad of it. Oh, I, I think back to 2004. 
had David Cutcliffe had Kincaid Dent because he just couldn't adjust his offense around a quarterback that can move. It had to be a statuesque guy, not saying Kincaid is, but Ethan Flat starting over Michael Spurlock. Come on, that was insane. So back in 2004, Michael Spurlock got moved to maybe wide receiver running back with Kincaid Dent at quarterback. They'd have won seven games, seven, eight games. Well, what about Orgeron's year where he had Seth Adams? He went and pilfered oh, from Delta State. Oh, God. Forgot. I mean, to be honest with you, Seth was behind Scott Eister at Delta State and was not going to get on the field. He comes to Oxford, and he's a starting quarterback. Well, that's more of an indictment on the coaches because Brent Schaefer in this day and age would be unreal as a quarterback. Yeah, he probably would be. He'd be awesome. Yeah. He's more mobile than Hendon Hooker. He's got a better arm than John Rice Plumley. He'd be great. Brent Schaefer. Brent Schaefer. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, let's move on. We've talked enough about these quarterbacks. Who knows? We don't know who's going to be the quarterback no, yet. No, 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 no. Putting you on the record right now. No, I'm you, not who, going are you, who are you rooting for, David? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm rooting for Lane Kiffin because it dang sure isn't going to be Charlie Weiss to make the right decision. It isn't going to be Charlie Weiss. No, it is not. Charlie has told us 15 times in his only press conference, it's whatever Lane decides. He did. That's pretty you heard good. that press conference? He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's letting Lane, as he should, be the one responsible in either direction for what happens. And two, he knows he ain't talking again, so he's not putting himself on the record about nothing. He is Switzerland. He did not. did not go on the record. His job is to get the quarterbacks, all the quarterbacks, as prepared as they possibly can be for Lane's big decision. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review, talk of champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions. And Talk of Champions is brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. Your Ole Miss baseball rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car. Well, the only place to buy a car in Oxford, Mississippi is Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They'll get you in the car you want at a price point that you can afford. Give them a call today, 662-234-8000. Ask Brian or Mason to tell them talk of champions since you because now talk of champions actually makes sense almost baseball won a national championship and they'll get you in your dream car with your almost omaha magnet planted right there on the driver's side door 
They're located at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Contact them today, 662-234-8000. That's Alan Samuels, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Oxford, a proud sponsor of the National Champion Talk of Champions podcast. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable, and my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It's the dominating story in camp, and it's what everybody online is talking about on Twitter, on message boards. It doesn't matter. It's the quarterback stuff, and it's just funny how it's evolved into media factions rooting. I don't know of these media factions. I only know a handful of guys on the beat anymore, like you and Neil and Chase and Chuck and whatever, and I don't know of anybody rooting for anybody, but I will say this. Everybody wants the same thing, the best – player to win and win games because winning games is the only thing that's good for everybody the team okay so, so the troy game around. troy game rolls around yes lane starts kincaid dent lets him play the first series <laughs> what do you think i mean i think kincaid well, dent's good enough to beat troy Dent's a starter yeah i don't really care who starts against troy i just don't care because I think both are going to play. 
I, I'm with you. I'm with Bradley Sal. I'm with everyone who said the same thing. Y'all have all brought up that Kentucky October first. Yeah, October first. That day. That's when it really matters. Shit or get off the pot with one of the quarterbacks. Because that's what Lane Kiffin, you can't do this. Because I, I can already hear it. I can hear Ole Miss fans yelling into their radios or whatever they might be listening to this on, their headphones. Why? You, you've got two quarterbacks. You keep playing two quarterbacks. Whatever. Lane Kiffin, offensively, he tailors his offense. It's very adaptable. He tailors it to whoever, whatever his personnel is. And it's just not ideal for who he is as a strategist and as a play caller to try to build an offense around two quarterbacks for the entire year. You just can't do that. And it's the old football no. adage anyway. If you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. So for, for Ole Miss, it's just finding that guy and allowing Lane to tailor his offense, which is always going to be a fun and up-tempo and high-octane offense around that quarterback and their strengths, whatever those are deemed to be. You know, and if it works out, and he said he'd rather have a quarterback, a quarterback, sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. I don't think he – I think you're exactly right with what you just said. He's not too keen on playing two quarterbacks. And, and we all step back and go, well, you could play both in September, let them play it out. It, it affects the system in terms of what Lane wants to call. So – and I think that's a great point you made. You know, what I would say is either Jackson Dart or Luke Altmaier, one or the other, is about to go from one of the most relevant people on the team to the guy that we're never going to see in the interview room anymore. Uh, we're really never going to have calls to talk about anymore. Unless, knock on wood, there's injury. Um, I heard you knocking, literally knocking on wood during the podcast. I knocked on wood, absolutely. Um, so, you know, there are some weird dynamics at play here. Weird dynamics. It's um, weird. It feels weird. You know, Everything by, about by week it is three, weird. if you have a quarterback, yeah, by week three, if you have a quarterback, I mean, nobody's going to be talking about the number two guy. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, they will. The minute that quarterback that wins it throws an interception or two. And then it'll be all the media created this because of, apparently I'm fine with that. It's kind of hilarious to be to for many people to think that the media, whatever that means to you, and I put that in air quotes, the media. It's fun to think um, of the power that many give us that I wish we had, but do not. Because <laughs> yeah, if I had this power. I would have used it for much, much different things. Well, <clears throat> I don't know of any power that comes with being in the media. You're just entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. We're just telling the story, but, um, you know, but, but that's okay. You're always going to have people accusing you of wanting this and wanting that and doing what you can to get this and that, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would venture to say, Luke, no, Lane. no, David, take your Luke Altmyer Superman shirt off, right? Right, now. right, exactly. Yeah, so you know, I, I mean, we have so much influence. I'd venture to say if Lane knew very many of our first names or last names, right, over one. under, over under two and a half. No, that's that's a little low. Three and a half media members' first names that Lane Kiffin knows. Under. Yeah. Under. Yeah. Um, uh, um, 
Yeah. Maybe three. (laughs) Maybe three. I mean, uh, as far as that goes, he's probably – other Ole Miss coaches have known us all. I'll just say that. I don't even care. Again, I don't – Well, it doesn't matter. It really does not matter. But we're just the the faceless blobs out there covering his football team. Pretty pretty accurate. Pretty pretty accurate. I feel like a blob every day now. I got to – get more uh, committed to this treadmill. Hey, one, one other note. Uh, ben Brown has been cut. Uh, not No, has been placed on injured reserve. Duh, not cut. Placed on IR by the Cincinnati Bengals due to the bicep injury that oh. apparently just won't leave him alone. Um, I, I think they're planning on keeping him on contract for the year which would be a great thing and trying again next year and seeing how things go. But uh, best of luck to Ben and his recovery as uh, that news is breaking out of Cincinnati this morning. What other news is breaking that's almost related? What doesn't necessarily have to be breaking, but other news that has your attention this morning, new segment news that has David's attention this morning. Go. Oh man. I love when you put me on the spot right there. That's when it's good. All right, let's let let's uh, since we talked about Ben Brown, let let's move to the offensive line. Something going on up there, okay? Um, and I think it has everything to do with Jaden Williams, the redshirt freshman out of Conway, Arkansas. Man, he's had an incredible camp. And uh, you know, you look up Saturday, you look up Monday, Jaden Williams running with the first team. Now, Mason Brooks is out. He came off the field on his own power Saturday, um, but did not practice yesterday. I understand he's in concussion protocol, which you know how it is. In in this brutal sport of football, a door opens, a guy steps in. Sometimes hard to get your groove back. But um, Jaden Williams to left tackle with the first team. Jeremy James back over to his old right tackle position. Now, Somebody out of those six, and those six being Jeremy James, Nick Broker, Caleb Warren, Eli Acker, Mason Brooks, Jaden Williams, is on the sidelines. And um, we can narrow I, that down, though, David. We know for we'll sure. Yeah. Nick Broker and Jeremy James are going to be on, in, in that 100%. starting spot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. But Mason now, everything Brooks, else. Mm-hmm. Everything else kind of up in the air right now. And, you know, a lot of high expectations put on Brooks coming out of the portal. Trust me, it's hard to find offensive tackles in the transfer portal that are worth a flip. And he's been really good. It's just Jaden Williams has had a good camp. Jaden Williams has been incredible. I'm excited about this redshirt freshman's future. Um, You know, you're going to have somebody out of those six not playing against Troy. Now we know how injuries go and things can happen. God, we saw Ben Brown go down last year and the offense kind of collapsed. Um, but, you know, it's a good thing. The competition is fierce on the offensive line. And it's not just Jaden Williams, although I think he's head and shoulders above everybody else that's been on the second team. But, you know, Cedric Melton, Tobias Braun, all those guys on on the second unit have looked really good. Micah Pettis. Micah Pettis has looked good. 
I mean, you know, there's some depth up there. Lane alluded to that Monday. You know, he said, you know, we're all talking about the defensive line depth, but, you know, we've probably got more depth on the offensive line than we have ever had here. And I agree with that. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, No praying that Emmanuel McCray's knees hold up for 12 games. <laughs> no, no, not this year. Um, but that, that, that's kind of caught my attention. Um, and, and I got to be honest with you. I was a little worried about place kicking. I'm not anymore. Jonathan Cruz, man, the kid looks uh, incredible. And he's cocky. I am a little worried. I, he is cocky. I, I am it. a little worried about the punter. Don't worry. Um, I've got it under control. Ben Garrett, the punter, has it under control. We're good. Okay. Okay, then. Because, right, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. We, we watched Charlie Pollock punt during the pregame of the scrimmage Saturday. And um, you couldn't have picked him as a college football player out of a lineup. I'll say that. I'll say this. Young Ole Miss fan in college right now at Ole Miss, and you love Ole Miss sports, If you obviously have to if you're listening to this podcast on August 16th, 2022, with school coming up. If there is not a devoted student section section for Charlie Pollock, y'all are doing it wrong. True. Very true. If there is not a Charlie... gingers for Pollock in that st- – I will join you one Saturday. I will film it. Gingers <laughs> for Pollock. Good God, gingers for Pollock. We have to pull to- – I'm a ginger. We have to pull together. If we don't stay together, everybody's going to come after us. Yeah, okay. All gingers right. for Pollock. I will join you on Saturday. Or just a student section. I mean, come on. This is a great story. And and Lane Kiffin, the god of trolling, has already built a brand for this kid. He's had stories written about him just making up some bull crap about, I guess we found him at a frat party. It isn't true, but because of the aggregation day and age we live in in sports media, people latched onto it and said, hey, apparently almost grabbed his uh, kicker from a frat party. He said it tongue-in-cheek, but now, hey, Let's wear frat shirts and be gingers for Pollock in the student section. I'll join you. Sure. Yeah, I'm not, but <laughs> but but I get it. That's uh, what number is he? What number is he? Uh, we haven't seen Charlie in a jersey yet. Charlie, so, if you're not wearing 69, you've done messed up. Oh my god! What? Oh my god! No, no, no. What? Why not? The absurdity is the fun of it. That was the year of the Elvis comeback special, I believe. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now we're back on Elvis. We came back to Elvis. How did we get here? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but um, News but that has your attention this morning. Charlie Pollock doesn't look like a football player. Yeah, he didn't really. Um, but God um, bless you, Charlie. God bless you, man, because if you make it, any of us can make it, man. And I'm not trying to, I'm not being disrespectful. It's like Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Anybody could have gotten bitten by the spider. Anybody. Charlie Pollock, you could have been anybody. But you, on your own, are the oldest punter. So let's go. Charlie got bit by the spider. All of a sudden, he's Spider-Man. I love it. Yes. Gingers for it. Pollock. Yeah, and, and we all know Lane doesn't like to kick very much. So, um, you know, maybe game three, four, before we ever see Charlie. But- exactly. Can you imagine the response? from the student section section committed to him once he finally gets out there to kick. 
wearing number 69. Oh, my God. Quit that. <laughs> Why? Who cares? We're the big bad media, remember? Yeah, well, uh, I hear you. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, well, that's kind of the, I, I keep getting asked this question about when the baseball team's going to get their championship rings. November 12th is what I'm hearing, the Alabama game. Um, but don't quote me on that. That's funny. I don't, know but, if I, um, I don't know if I like that. Well, apparently that's the plan. The book is going to come out that week. The season's going to come out that week. And oh, some bling will be put on the players' hands at halftime that week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's baseball week. They're going to do a whole baseball themed thing. Please then beat Alabama. And yeah. Can you imagine all the stuff we've been talking about, David? Think about it. Think about what we've been talking about for so long. Now that Ole Miss has won a national championship in baseball, the program that frustrated Ole Miss fans more than any other program over the last 20 years, not forever, but the last 20 years because of how close they've gotten and not and, and just done Ole Miss stuff. Then they win a national championship. Now that that has happened, anything is possible, right? Can you imagine? We've been talking about this. We can dream. We can talk about Ole Miss getting to Atlanta, this team having the talents, one of the most talented teams in preseason we've ever seen, maybe the most talented. Top to bottom. Maybe not top in talent, but top to bottom. Right. No, I agree. I so, agree. so if anything's possible, we can talk about these things. Atlanta, and if you get to Atlanta, obviously you're in the playoff discussion, national championship discussion. So can you imagine the festivities after a baseball lead-up celebrating one of the greatest achievements in Ole Miss Athletics history? And then Ole Miss beats Alabama. Imagine, imagine hope springing eternal that Saturday. Yeah, and, you know, unlike when we beat Alabama in 2014 at the vault, I hope there's not <clears throat> some lone security officers oh boy. taking down three or four frat boys. I saw this with my own eyes. Literally thousands of people rushing the field. And some of Oxford's finest – Honed in on three or four frat boys, clotheslined them to the ground, probably tased them, cuffed them, and took them away. It was probably well, it was probably the gingers for Pollock. It probably was. It was it, one of them was ginger, I think. Um, but See, um, we're 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 people too. I mean that 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 was just one of the dumbest David, damn things I've ever David, seen. Stop, you cynical jerk dream i with just don't me. want it to happen again just dream with me for just a moment anything is possible now Ole Miss is gonna have this celebration of Ole Miss's baseball national championship one of the most incredible Ole Miss moments any of us will ever experience in our lifetimes we can believe and you come back and say hey cops when no hey the the kids tear the goalpost down Marching through the square all over the dead gum town without any Incident. law enforcement interference. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And yeah. I am a law enforcement officer supporter. You don't have to you don't have to add that. You don't have to add that caveat. I support law enforcement. Why do we have to do this in 2022? I support law enforcement just because you say, uh, hey, it was a shitty yeah. thing to do. You don't have to apologize for saying that. It was a shitty thing no, to do. Red Rebel. 2005 is going to hear that David Johnson's anti-cop. 
<laughs> just like, it. oh, just because, yeah, because you're also the same guy that's uh, wearing Luke Altmaier colors under your shirt. Oh, your yeah, no, it's Jackson Dart this week. Oh, okay. Jackson Dart. Yeah. It's Jackson Dart today. It'll be Luke Altmaier tomorrow. And then Ken, Ken K. Dent on the you know day after next. That's right. I'm also pulling hard for Isaiah Woolard to be uh, to crack the starting lineup at running back. First of all, no one's doing that. But how can you not root for that guy? I love him. To get some carries. He is a great kid. Yeah. He came in here under terrible circumstances. If you remember, like a tornado had just destroyed their home. And also, right? he was the Cam Akers. He was the Cam Akers fallout. No, it was like the spring of 2003 when Isaiah Willard was signing with Ole Miss. And uh, a tornado – no, no, seriously, the the tornado. Oh, yeah. It just wiped him out of everything. And, um, you know, he keeps his course. He comes here. He actually stars for Ole Miss in a couple games. Ran for 100 and something yards against Vandy, you know, many years ago. And, man – And he will you know, have this, that forever. But if Isaiah yeah. Willard is getting a bunch of carries this year – uh, something happened to their top four. Yeah, well, something did. But I'm going to tell you, Isaiah's had a good count. He really has. Well, hey. Production-wise. Hey, hey. I need you to take off all of your Luke Altmaier or Jackson Dart gear for today. Be completely neutral. Because apparently, you know, us Ole Miss media, we're cheerleading. We're cheerleading for a particular – I don't even know. Which candidate are we uniformly cheering for? Do we even know who it is? Yeah, we're pulling for the quarterback. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, you got to even be careful with headlines nowadays. Uh, yes. I mean, you've got Jake. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he only was said, and he's chastised on Twitter about it. Well, that's because all of us collectively have the attention span of dogs which is like four seconds. We don't listen to the podcast. We react to the headline, which is fine. But also, <laughs> we put these headlines to get people's attention. We get their attention for only four seconds. They react to it. Then we wonder, why did you react to that? Um, then some of them actually click and listen to the podcast. And we're like, thank you for listening. But again, engagement is engagement is engagement. So we're all trapped in this vicious cycle of hate. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Cynical assholery. It's terrible. You know what else was terrible? What's that? Woodstock 1999. Good Lord, David. No. I watched that documentary. Oh, my God. Oh, are are you watching anything on Netflix right now? Yeah, well, that's what I was watching. Okay, okay, okay. Watch I Just Shot My Dad. Oh, I I did. I've watched that, yes. Amazing. You know, and I ended up feeling really sorry for this guy. Yeah, horrible. Uh, Terrible life, a terrible everything, all out of his control, and he snapped. Now, if one of these quarterbacks snapped on us, um, I I would think that that was cynical because they obviously have misplaced anger. But (laughs) yeah, I worry about I worry about Luke Altmaier snapping on us sometimes, particularly after media day. But uh, yeah, that was strange. That was that was strange. It's not like this is exclusive to Jackson Dart and his people's being upset. Everybody's upset. And I get it because they have to direct their frustration at the situation somewhere. Direct it at us. Again, gives us something to talk about on August 16th when we've been repeating ourselves at this point. I mean, it's time well, for a game, honestly. Well, 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 Luke directed it at everybody. Um, you know, and, and he, you, you said it. You walked into media day and Luke Altmaier had something he wanted to say. He had some things. 
Hey, David, see you later this week, man. Sounds good. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.